You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Episode number six of Fourth Down in the Steel City, segment one. Adam Crowley, Colin Dunlap with you. Colin, much to discuss. You're back from Michigan. We have a Steelers depth chart. I'm not sure it means anything, but we're going to talk about it like it does. Yeah, and I got this microphone that people, if you're uh, if this uh, makes the video, you can see it. If not, you can just hear me. And, and it's like apparently much better quality. Wise men say, "Oh, I mean, it's like a real Elvis mic. Ah, it's great." Only fools rush in. Speaking of uh, fools, I got mine yeah. in the mail and didn't hook it up properly with the software, so I'm gonna hold it in the shot like this, so it looks like I've got a fancy microphone, but I really don't. I can help. Uh, anyway, the um, depth charts. Are- the depth chart, my man. Left guard, there was not an or, but they might as well have put an or with Kendrick Green and Kevin Dotson. But with quarterback Colin, it was just one, two, and three. Trubisky, Rudolph, and Kenny Pickett. So why is there basically an or in the left guard battle that we know is a battle and no or in what is supposed to be a quarterback battle? I'll tell you why. Because it's not a quarterback battle, Colin. Never was a quarterback battle. Well, I, I, back to the left guard. Last year there was, I think, an or, O-A-R, at left guard for much of the season. <laughs> uh, but, but that being said, um, I, there, this never was a co- – when are people going to start to realize that I think I might have had this right from the very beginning? They didn't go get Mitchell Trubisky to stand there and not at least get the first semblance of the crack of it in the regular season, at least. Mitch Trubisky's not going to not have an opportunity to be the first quarterback to play. It, this was, I don't want to say it was rigged, because if it's rigged, that would give the indication that it wasn't the right thing to do and it was a sham. It was always the right thing to do. They just didn't want to say it for some reason. The right thing to do was to go get a free agent quarterback, to come in here and make him the starter, a guy that had a winning record, and a guy that actually, when you dig into it, isn't a damn bad quarterback, NFL quarterback. He's a pretty decent NFL quarterback. I don't know why they didn't just come out and say it. I'm with you. You've got nothing to lose by saying Mitch Trubisky is our guy and there's going to be a battle for the backup position. Ray Fittipaldo was on with the PM team today. He from the Post-Gazette, and he said that there is a battle, and it is for backup. It's Kenny Pickett v. Mason Rudolph. We had Jeff Hathorn on the Fan Morning Show today, and he said there is a battle. It's for the backup position. And I'm actually okay with giving the semblance, is semblance the right word, of giving the illusion, the impression that there's a battle for the two spot. Like, if you make Kenny Pickett have to quote-unquote earn it, I'm okay with that, especially if you give him the job regardless of what happens. 
you make the rookie earn it. That's fine. But to not have just said Mitch Trubisky's our guy from day one is a little bit farcical to me. Yeah, because where I said they were going to be is exactly where they are. Now, things can change and things are pliable once the season starts. If Mitch Trubisky sucks, even I'm okay with it. I'm a big Mitch Trubisky backer. I'm okay with putting his ass on the bench. But he gets the first shot at it. He's accomplished the most in the NFL. It's not even close. And he should be the guy. Like, if it was any other position, we wouldn't even talk about this. If you Levi Wallace gets first crack at being a cornerback, right? Miles Jack gets first crack at being a linebacker, right? If they were to go out and get a – okay, in Kansas City, Juju Smith-Schuster gets first crack at being a wide receiver there. What the hell am I missing? I don't know what you're missing because it's not about Mason Rudolph. Mason Cole gets first crack at being yep. the center. Yep. And Mason Rudolph, and we've been over this a million times, but Mason Rudolph's resume has to matter more than whatever he does in training camp. He could go out there and look like Patrick Mahomes for three weeks, punch a dude in the face, run around, throw a ball 75 yards down the field on a rope, do that every play in practice, Perfect quarterback rating of 158.3. And I still saw his ass tie the Lions last year. Like, that needs to matter. And I do think that it does. But they should have just come out and named Mason Rudolph the backup. Or, excuse me, they should have named Mitch Trubisky the starter from day one and then made the backup battle the backup battle. Make the backup battle the or. What was wrong with that? Right. That can be the or. That's fine. And listen, if you get stunned in camp, like, if Kenny Pickett was unbelievable and you need to change your plan, okay, so be it. You change your plan. You drafted the guy 20th overall. Uh, you can't change the plan for Mason Rudolph. Uh, quickly, before I tell you about what a little birdie told one of our guys at 93.7 The Fan about the first preseason game, uh, I'll tell you what we had Adam Kaplan on of the NFL Network. Uh, he was on with the uh, – he was on 93.7 The Fan, and he said what he's heard is that Mason Rudolph is being shopped around for a sixth or seventh round pick is not the asking price, but what is the going rate for a Mason Rudolph? So I don't know if I want a sixth or seventh round pick fetching human being to be even my backup quarterback call. Like that tells me a lot about what the league thinks about Mason Rudolph too. No, this is the um... – this is the trade deadline baseball. Let's throw him out there on Sunday and have him play six innings for us in the outfield. And maybe he'll get, and we're, uh, you know, we're not in the hunt, right? We're sellers at the deadline. Maybe the guy will get a couple hits. Maybe he'll steal a base. Maybe he'll catch a ball uh, as he scrambles down the line and dives in, in his uh, our right fielder. And maybe someone else needs a fourth or fifth outfielder and they'll go ahead and give us something breathing living for him because, oh my gosh, they just had somebody get hurt. And they now need even a guy that starts in a pinch and is a fourth outfielder for them. That's exactly what Mason Rudolph should be doing for the Steelers in the preseason games. Showcase him a little bit because no one's really going to see the practices. But anything he does, make sure Caboli, make sure uh, Jerry Dulac, Make sure Ray Fittipaldo, make sure us at 93.7 The Fan, make sure you tell the freaking world all the good stuff he does at practice so that people scanning the wires and scanning everything can see, oh my gosh, maybe Mason's not awful. Like, build his brand and then say, okay, here you go. Thank you much. Well, uh, and we'll was, say, and it, may cha- it may be the difference between a, a seventh and a sixth rounder. 
And that's been happening because Mark Caboli talked to him for like 90 seconds. He posted the clip on Twitter today talking to Mason Rudolph about not having thrown a single interception in training camp. And let me tell you something about that. Everyone wants to prop Mason Rudolph out, uh, up, Colin, and say, this is great. He hasn't thrown a pick. You know what it tells me? It's the same chicken bleep Mason Rudolph we've always seen who's dropping back and swinging the damn ball to a running back, dropping back, bang, quick hitch route, balls out of his hand in four seconds, a two-point whatever it was, one second like Ben was last year. That's not a good thing to me that Mitch that Mason Rudolph excuse me, is not throwing interceptions. It just isn't. Like I, I know this, he's be that guy. When they have those um, those coaches conventions, like those national coaches conventions in Dallas, they should have when they show somebody how to go through their progressions and then check down. They <laughs> should have Mason Rudolph as the model for that. Like they should have him as the example when they show. They should put a highlight reel together and show because he does it masterfully. He holds on to the ball just, and sometimes he gets demolished as he's finding that last guy. The guy is like, there's a guy that's a running back that just bleeds out after chipping three guys and is like, <laughs> I was 19th on the route tree. Like, but this is great. This is okay. It's kind of like, you know, you go to the rental car counter. It's like, well, we think that car may have gas in it. We haven't started in a while because nobody wanted to rent it for like since before the pandemic. But, you know, we'll give it to you for eh, 10 bucks. Mason Rudolph finds that receiver. Every single time in the formation. Here we go. Best we're going to do is gain a yard. Worst we're going to do is fall back to the scrimmage line. Why don't I look at everybody else and just throw it to you? He's the king of that. The king of it. He really is. And one of those Steelers Depot dudes, he posted the statistics that he has recorded in training camp to this point, Colin. And it's like 80 passes for Mason Rudolph. It's like 5.4 yards of completion. So he's not throwing picks. That's fine. He's not taking any risks. And I know that that's what Mike Tomlin said he wants in a quarterback. But, like, you ain't finishing third in this division if that's what your quarterback's doing. No way. Here's what the rotation's going to look like game number one on Saturday evening, which we will break down in great detail on Friday. And then again on Monday. But continue. Correct. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Break down the you know, little pregame on Friday. Yes, 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 yes. From Andrew Filipponi, our esteemed co-worker, two Steelers sources' expectations for Steelers quarterback playing time in preseason game one. Trubisky, first quarter. Rudolph, second and third quarter. Pickett, fourth quarter. It kind of jives with your theory of let's show the world what Mason Rudolph can do but we're not going to do it against the starters. Let's put him out there for two quarters against bad players. Look how good this shiny Oklahoma State product is. And someone, please, dear God, take him off our hands. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. And it also, it limits the risk as much as possible while still getting a look at Mitch Trubisky and bringing him up to speed with players, a couple players here and there, 
that he'll probably be playing with and also has him mesh in with the line some. So I, I, I think it's a, a perfect plan. And if you need to go to pick it earlier, if game situation exists where you need to go to pick it in the midway, midway through the third quarter, you do that and then throw, you know, Johnny Dakota in, in the fourth quarter at some point, go ahead and do that. But uh, th- nothing wrong with that. It's a- absolutely fine. There's a million different things I want to talk about today, Colin. One of them, which might not be interesting for more than like a minute, is Chris Oladokun. And the fact that he has not taken a single snap in team drills this entire training camp. And like, if that's the case, I mean. How do you think his parents feel? How do you think his parents feel? Seriously. Think about that. Think of it in those terms. Let's break it down and say, let's look at, at, at Johnny Dakota's parents. They're like, wow. He got drafted. We're, we live. I don't know where he's from. Probably nobody's from one of the Dakotas. So he, he he went there, you know, college wise. So uh, you know, his parents. He got drafted. It was draft day, and they were like, "Let's go." Out. Where's he from? Did you find it? Yeah, this is unbelievable. About as far away as you could possibly be from the Dakotas. Like he Florida. was. He was born in Tampa. Oh, there we go. So his parents in Tampa, and there's a rather big fan base. He got drafted, and they're like, let's go buy all the Steelers shit we could buy. Let's go find it the day he was drafted. Because he was drafted. Right? Yep. He was drafted. All right, let's go find it. They found it. They're all hyped. They're telling all their friends down in Tampa. They love it. They're like, oh, our boy he plays for the Steelers. Now they're kind of like, does he really play for the Steelers? Who's the joke on here? Does your is your son re- did he really get drafted? Is he still on the team? Did he do something wrong off the field? Did somebody get suspended? Like, think if you're Johnny Dakota's parents right now. That's a tough look. Your Hell, heart- the punter got more run last year who got drafted to this point. He did, and if they don't trade Mason Rudolph, then the Johnny Dakota pick was a bad pick. I mean, there's no reason to take that guy in the seventh round if you don't trade Mason Rudolph. You trade Mason Rudolph, okay, fine, it makes sense. You like them enough to be your third quarterback. You don't even have to like your third quarterback. This just into Johnny Dakota's parents. You don't even have to like your third quarterback. But if they don't trade Mason Rudolph, a wasted pick. Okay. If they don't trade Mason Rudolph, it falls in the annals of the Colin Holba pick, the long snapper from Louisville that was one of – that was all – everybody considered, Chris Rainey and whomever, Colin Holba. Great first name, dumbest pick in Steeler history, dumbest ever. It was just dripping with we're smarter than you. Just so, so hubris filled that pick. We know that this guy, they were probably, if it was baseball, they'd be measuring his RPMs per snap. Who did we have on that was talking about that? Didn't we have someone on that was talking about the the snap long snappers and how they measure the ball? the rotations per second or whatever it was. I forget who it was. It might have been Doug Whaley. Who knows? Yeah, I forget who it was. Uh, man, but it was somebody talking about it. Ah, goodness. Quickly. I'll tell you who sure as hell wasn't. Gil Brandt. But anyway, continue. Gil Brandt. He's aging like a fine wine, isn't he, Colin? Yeah, Him good. and Pete Rose. Gil Brandt and Pete Rose. Really aging great, those two. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean... They should have Al Campanis on with them. (laughs) What idiot.